0: Thanks, Becky. Well, good morning. You know, I, I'm starting to get a little reputation for Sven and Oli, so I had to come up with another Sven and Oli joke this morning. You know, Sven and Oli were working for the uh, city, uh, and their job on one particular day was to uh, uh, go out into the boulevard and dig these holes and, and plant all of these trees. So Sven and Oli went uh, went to work, and uh, uh, Sven was the one that was digging the holes, and diligently he went about his job, digging hole after hole after hole. And then Oli, a little bit later, came along and filled in all of those holes. And uh, the neighbors were kind of wondering, what what's going on? And so finally one of them stopped Oli and said, Oli, what what are you digging these holes for and and just filling them in? And Oli says, oh, wow, he says, usually we're a team of three, but Lars called in sick today, so he's the one that plants the trees. (laughs) Well, I want to say, first of all, that I'm really appreciative of the book uh, Jesus Through Middle Eastern Eyes by Kenneth Bailey, Uh, It really gave me a lot of uh, insight into this uh, phrase from the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Um, Not that I didn't have some of these thoughts on my own, but uh, uh, Kenneth Bailey has a way of uh, giving us a a fresh look, a fresh perspective. And as I uh, had an opportunity to read this section of his book, it really um, helped solidify some of those thoughts for us. And uh, one of those first thoughts is when we... Ask for our daily bread. We really do ask for bread. We don't ask for cake. You know, cake usually has the the sugar and the sweetness to it. Uh, has the frosting on top. God promises to uh, give us that which will sustain us. He promises to give us our needs, not necessarily our wants. You know, I would love to uh, uh, win the lottery and uh, get all these millions of dollars, but I suppose I'd have to buy a ticket first. I suppose that's how that works, right? Um, I I can honestly say I have not wasted any of my money on one of those lottery tickets, although one year my son-in-law gave uh, each one of us in our Christmas stockings, um, I think it was five uh, lottery tickets, and I actually won $4 four dollars out of those five. So I went to the uh, gas station to collect my money and, and the attendant said, "Now you want to buy four more or buy more tickets, right, with your winnings?" I, I said, "No, I'll just take my money." Um, but we have a lot of wants in our life. And in our Western culture, sometimes those wants feel more like needs and we have to have those. But God promises in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11, he says that he will make all things beautiful in his time. And sometimes we lose, lose track of God's time and we think it needs to be our time. And so we ask God, you know, now, not tomorrow, but now we want everything that uh, we desire, everything that we want But God promises to give us this day our daily bread. Well, one of the uh, concepts that I got from uh, uh, Kenneth Bailey's book was the the whole focus on the amount, the time, and the fear of running out. And uh, Kenneth Bailey would put it this way. He says, give us today the bread that doesn't run out. And that's the kind of provision that God gives to us. It's an ongoing provision. It gives to us as we need it. And uh, I'm reminded of the story of Corey Tenboom as um, uh, they were waiting to take a, a train trip. And I think it was her younger sister, Betsy, you know, was getting a little concerned and a little worried and, you know, asking the father, uh, their father, for the, you know, the, the ticket. And the father said, you know, the ticket will be there. I'll give you the ticket when we get on the train. And uh, that's how God is with us. Uh, Sometimes we worry, we try to get ahead, and we have that fear of not having enough, that fear of running out. But this phrase in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread, is a reminder that God is there to take care of us. Now one of the Uh, additional thoughts that I received from Kenneth Bailey is the fact that um, uh, just as we pray our Father, who art in heaven, we pray give us this day our daily bread. And the emphasis is ours, not mine. And uh, Kenneth Bailey included a story from Mother Teresa, which I'd like to read for us, just a a little short paragraph. Uh, Mother Teresa... Responds, I will never forget the night an old gentleman came to our house and said there was a family with eight children, and they had not eaten. And could we do something for them? So I took some rice and went there. The mother took the rice from my hands. Then she divided it into two and went out. I could see the faces of the children Shining with hunger. And when she came back, I asked her where she had gone. She gave me a very simple answer They are hungry also. And they were the family next door, and she knew that they were hungry. I was not surprised that she gave, but I was surprised that she knew. I had not the courage to ask her how long her family hadn't eaten. But I am sure it must have been a long time. And yet, she knew in her suffering, in her terrible bodily suffering, she knew that the next, that next door they were hungry also. This woman with eight children may not have known the Lord's Prayer, but there was only our rice, not my rice. Even when her children were hungry, The prayer for our bread includes the neighbors. It is our Father and our bread. So that's an interesting concept as we think about give us this day our daily bread. We're in this together. And God calls us together as the body of Christ to watch for each other and to care for each other in those ways. Well, just a a couple of more illustrations that I want to highlight. Uh, one comes out of uh, Genesis chapter 22. Perhaps you remember the story of Abraham and Sarah. Uh, they prayed for years and years that God would provide a son, an heir, one that would take uh, uh, their place. And uh, Abraham and and Sarah even uh, uh, used uh, Sarah's. Maidservant to produce a child, Ishmael. But that wasn't God's provision. And God finally, as Abraham was a uh, hundred years of age, Sarah was about ninety, provided the heir, provided a child, and Isaac was born to Abraham and Sarah. And in Genesis chapter twenty-two, God tells Abraham, "Take your son, take your only son, take your only son that you love, and take him to." the mountain I will show you and sacrifice him there. Now Abraham could have questioned God. He could have doubted. But as we read from Genesis chapter 22, he got up the next day, took the the wood, the fire, and his son to the top of Mount Moriah. And there, just as he was ready to sacrifice his son, God said, wait, stop. There's a ram caught Use that as your sacrifice. Now I know that you believe with all of your heart. And the word that came for the name of God at that particular time was Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. And then there's another little illustration uh, uh, from a little book that uh, I received a few years ago. It's a book called Sleeping with Bread. Bread and it was written by uh, Dennis and Sheila and Matthew Lynn. And in that book, they they talk about uh, the orphans from World War II because of all of the bombings and all of the killing and all the parents that were dying, um, children were being left uh, behind, and they were orphans, and they were in these refugee camps, and they were in various places, and these children had a hard time sleeping because they didn't know where their next food was coming from. They didn't know uh, if they would even have food the next day. And so someone in their brilliant thinking came up with the idea that they would give each child a piece of bread as they went to bed at night. And that piece of bread was enough to calm their fears. And it said to them that uh, they have eaten today and they have bread that will be there for them tomorrow. So as we think about that for just a moment, as we think about our bread, not my bread, it's an opportunity for us to realize that God truly is faithful. He is who he says he is, and he promises to take care of us. And when we pray that prayer, give us this day our daily bread, we are recognizing that God is all in all. So one of the things that comes out of that book, uh, Sleeping with Bread, is something called the Daily Examine. And it's an opportunity for us each night. And we can do this. It's not hard. We ask uh, two simple questions. The first one is, when today was I most grateful, and why? So we think back over this day, and and we simply ask the question, For what was I most grateful for, and why? What did God give to me, and why was that so impactful for me? And the second question is, what or when could I most give and receive love? Just as we are loved by God, because God first loved us, we love one another. And so we ask the question, when could I give, and receive love, just as I have received it on this day. It's a sense of, give us this day our daily bread. So it's, it's not just the, the physical need of the bread, but it's also the emotional needs that we have within ourselves, and the spiritual need that we have to connect with God. Because each one of us, if we are honest with ourselves, have a whole in our heart a longing an emptiness and that emptiness is filled as we pray that prayer give us this day our daily bread well it's interesting that uh, I was uh, uh, studying and preparing this message and during this week there's been uh, a little bit of uh, uproar and things that uh, would cause one to be worried and I I I'm naming the coronavirus, and it's out there, and it's real, you know, but it's not something that we need to panic about, but it is something that we need to be aware of, and one of those ways that we can be aware of is that, you know, God is faithful, he will take care of us, he he gives to us, but we can do the practical things, like making sure we wash our hands good, um, and all the other things that the health department would tell us to do, but it's an opportunity for us to find our strength and hope in our Lord God. There's all kinds of reasons to worry. You know, the stock market dropped, what, 12% this, this week alone. Uh, the coronavirus uh, claimed its first, first death yesterday in the United States. Um, but our trust is in the Lord. So a couple of verses that I would have for us, uh, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, it says... You will keep in perfect peace those whose mind are steadfast, because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord, is the rock eternal. And from 1 Peter 5, 7, Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares for you. And from Philippians 4, 6 and 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So no matter what the world throws at us, and there are always things that we can worry about, but God is above all of those things. We have a faithful God who loves us by sending His Son. And on this first Sunday in Advent, in Advent, it's the first Sunday in Lent, we celebrate communion. We come to the table, and we recognize that this God, who loves us with that everlasting love, provides for us. He is our provision. Let me pray. Our gracious God, we thank you for the truth of your word. And we thank you that we can come to you and we can cast all our anxiety on you. And you promise to keep us in perfect peace as our minds are stayed upon you. And Lord, we thank you that as we seek you first as we seek your kingdom, as we seek your righteousness, that all these other things that we tend to worry about are taken care of. So we pray on this day, give us this day our daily bread. Amen.